0: Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. Today we're gonna to talk some Star Wars Love. Hot, yes. sexy, tingly end of Skywalker saga, Death. That's not really That's, that's, that's pretty love. hot to me. <laughs> I mean, good. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know
1: about you, but
0: I wanna remark Mark Hamill. Like, at the end of the movie, his ghost spirit appearing next to the spirit of some friend of his that also passed away. It's kind of, like, weird. He must have been like, you know. That's got to be tough to watch. Yeah. It's got to be a little rough. Because
1: especially as close of people they were. Mm-hmm. Surpri- big surprise. All of the reshoots of the movie were Mark Hamill as a ghost.
2: Yeah, yeah. Right. All of the
1: reshoots. <laughs> he was in the movie as the very first alien we see when uh, – Poe, Finn, and Chewie show up to that spot uh to get the info about the spy in the first order. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that that gives them that. He's like, Hey, you know, pay me back by winning the war. Oh, he was that's, that guy? that's Mark Hamill. And then he got beheaded. And then he gets beheaded. And then uh he actually played the role of young Luke in the flashback scene where Luke is training Leia. Oh, and they just they, they, digitally... bo- they bodied him like just they they just they had him suited up with the helmet on and everything. And you can tell when you like I've watched it three times now, and on the third watch I really paid attention to Mark and a couple other things that I, I still haven't really seen for myself. Mm-hmm. Um and Mark's body, you can tell it's an old man. It is not like <laughs> young Luke. it is not young <laughs> Luke. The scene is so dark that it is like if you're not looking for it, it yeah. is hard to tell that. But oh, yeah. it ain't Luke's body in between six and seven. It's like this is grown man, 55-plus-year-old Mark, and it's bad. When you look at it, you're like, God, Luke did not look like that. <laughs> he packed on some pounds, didn't That's he? Terrible. Um, but the the CG of it, they literally took reference from his current face mm-hmm. and then took reference from uh, Return of the Jedi, specifically the scenes where it does lock in on his face just sitting there for a moment. Yeah. And they kind of applied that to – his own face and I was I think that that scene is one of the most bothersome parts of the whole movie for me I really like the movie a lot Um, I've discussed this with so many people (laughs) but the biggest problem I have with this movie is a couple scenes and one of them being Leia's CGI is even worse than the Rogue One CGI. It was bad. It was painful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've seen it three times, and, you know, I can see what they were trying to do. And I see, and I love the scene as a whole, Yeah, but you didn't even have to reveal the face. Like, honestly, they're in training. Like, they could have just kept, kept the helmets on and just showed the fighting until Luke hits the ground. And then you don't have to show anything else. We got the message.
0: Could have, you you could, have, could have shown a back shot with yeah. the, the
1: bun or the hairstyle. And, and that's all. That's head. all. Yeah. But they showed the face. Yeah. And the one thing I, I, I hate, the CGI look. And I, it's like it's rough to look at because it's not Carrie at all. Yeah. It's not a natural, you know. Way. And from what I she heard, that's Billy that did all the body work of that. So all of them running around with the lightsaber, it's, it's her daughter. So her daughter's actually playing her in that, sh- in that scene. But they said they took reference shots of Leia from 6 and 5 and kind of combined them hmm. and then laid them over Billy's face. So you combine Billy's face with Leia's face. Oh, yeah. And it's d- it's digital. It's computer. <clears throat> so it just fucking sucks. It doesn't look authentic at all. Like, at least in Rogue One, it, like... Even if you can look at it and be like, that's not Carrie Fisher, at least it's a believable CGI to be like, that's a person. Yeah. yeah. When I'm looking at her in, when, in this one and she's young and it's like she does this weird look with her face and her mouth keeps opening up and I'm like, no one does that. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not real. Why are you making a
0: fish face? <laughs> like, no sense. one yeah. does that. That's not normal. um yeah, the movie had like good points and bad points. It's, it's it's almost like I mean, there's this whole talk right now, right, about the directors and yeah, them kind of like like JJ was like, well, "Fuck you," you know. And I don't think he really went into it doing that, but I think he had to he had to fill some uh, plot points like big time, like like plug some holes. I, I gotta I, my ultimate problem
1: with this movie is it. It ignores a lot of Last Jedi. Even though it doesn't completely ignore it, yeah. it ignores a big chunk of it. And the main thing that it ignores, in my eyes, is the fact that Kylo Ren is a fucking villain at this point in the story. Mm-hmm. The There's not even really a point in this movie where he's half a villain. Like no. he's, just, he's an antagonist, but I wouldn't call him a villain. The closest he is to a villain is when he's tearing through Vader's castle grounds and killing all the people guarding the Sith. uh artifacts it's true. and that's oh that's the thing that gets me heated that's mustafar in the beginning yep yep i i get there is a canon explanation on why it's not volcanic and exploding right now um the planet originally was like a nice lush forest and then because of a artifact being removed it corrupted the planet and then that artifact was placed back there so now the planet's going back to normal so it's halfway and it's transitioned back to a good planet but if you're they confirmed that they're on the castle grounds of Vader's castle why? why would you not just show the castle?
0: they should have done that that's yeah.
1: the dumbest thing I've ever heard it would have been cool to like see, let's go to Mustafar backlit, backlit, and something. then not just show that tower in the background mm-hmm. it could have been behind the forest you yep. could have seen it through the forest it would have been fine
0: but no, they just – they were like,
1: whatever. They'll read about it later. Yeah. It that, was kind of <sighs> shitty.
0: I mean, knowing what we know going into that, we could see, OK, well, this is mostafar We know what happens on that planet. Right. You know, we know the backstory. We know everything, right? Yeah. You could, you could try to be all nonchalant with that Red Bull you so, but I could hear everything. <laughs> I know. I know. I just wanted to keep it as far as away as possible. <laughs> I knew it was going to be brutal if it was right here. <laughs> um, um, it was really strange. You know, my, my wife – um, sent me a really funny meme, and it was you know like where uh, there's a scene where in the last Jedi where uh, Ray hands Luke the lightsaber and he throws it over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the meme, it's um, uh, JJ handing Rose to uh, what is it? No, no, no. It's it's the old director. I can hear
1: that. Ryan. I can hear that. It's Ryan. It's
0: it's Ryan handing handing Rose. To,
2: to J.J. JJ, JJ and JJ, JJ, J.J. just tossing her. He throws her, throw her over his
0: shoulder. That
1: pissed what? me off, too. Like it's, it. What the fuck? She had – like, I get that I like a lot of people didn't like her in Last Jedi, but I don't think it's that they didn't like her. I think it's that they didn't like – The story. The story of Canto Bite more than anything. That she, that part sucked.
0: She was an interesting character.
1: I think besides that planet, yeah. she was fine.
0: Yeah, there was it was – an unnecessary
1: – I think the romance was unnecessary. Yeah,
0: that and they ignore that completely.
1: Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. They, they can be great friends, but I don't buy a romance between no. them two, especially when Finn shows so much interest in Ray. Yeah. It's
0: – And Kelly denies this, but I swear, like, like he would not tell her something around uh, – what's his name? He, like, wouldn't say it. He wanted to make what's his name? Yeah, like, yeah. you he got to leave the room. I want to say something to her. You, you can't be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like. Their, well, they, their, they confirmed what that was. Yeah. Um,
1: JJ said in an interview, his full intention was for Finn to be force sensitive. Yeah, from so day he one,
0: to he's like, I could sense you. It's right. Like at the end, he's like, Ray. He what, felt her die, when. You know?
1: Yeah, when she dies, air yeah. quote. Yeah. He like he stops and he like feels it the same way Yoda felt Order sixty six mm-hmm. the same yeah. way the same way uh, shit Luke feels. Some stuff in six, I want to say. Like Obi Wan felt all the people in Alderaan. Die, you know, yep, they, yeah, they they all feel it. Like yeah. people that are force sensitive feel it when there's a loss of an important person, and you know, Finn feeling that I, the whole movie. I was like, what the fuck is he trying to tell her? <laughs> and then she dies, and he's like, ah. Oh. And I was like, that's what it was. Yeah. Wow. And like even Leia, when Luke dies in Last Jedi, Leia pauses for a second and is like, "Holy shit, my brother just died."
2: Mm-hmm. I feel that, yeah.
1: And Ray has the same and response. She felt
0: Han died, too, but that's because they were linked. I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's a because everybody has the Force in them, even if they can't use it. But the people that can use it feel all of that shit. They get more midi
0: chlorians.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's like ten midi chlorians versus like a thousand midi chlorians. Yeah. Like the the Skywalker bloodline is loaded. They're loaded they're dirty. Uh,
2: of dirty. Blood. <laughs> dirty
1: blood. But yeah, I seen someone kind of like made a meme out of it too where like you know, Ryan gave us the truly original movie of this trilogy. He didn't have to borrow too much. Like he borrowed basic Star Wars tropes like you know, the bad guy gives ridiculous amounts of speeches and then ultimately dies. That's literally what Palpatine yeah. did in, oh, yeah. in 5 and 6. Uh, it's
0: classic. You that's know, that's
1: classic yeah. tropes of of oh, yeah. all of that stuff, and uh, you know that's really all Ryan borrowed, and he kind of made jokes about it. Like Hux gives this long speech, and Pose there like still holding, still holding for Hux. I got a message for his mom, <laughs> and it's like funny, like yeah. that's it, they made a joke out of the fact that bad guys just talk all the fucking time. Oh yeah, yeah. But other than that, like every world in. Last Jedi that Ryan created for the movie is original as fuck. Canto Bight is original as fuck. I don't like the planet's role in the movie, but that planet is exactly the kind of stuff George Lucas would do if he were still doing the movies. Like, if you look at 4 through 6, every movie had a different landscape of a planet. It was desert, uh, forest, and machine planet yep. in the first one, yep. then they went to fucking swamp, ice planet, and like some other shit, cloud planet, and, and a cloud, pl- <laughs> yeah. a, a gas, uh, yeah, just a gas planet. Yeah, and it's you know, and then six, they went back to the forest, and they went back to the you know, that movie was more of like a here's a victory lap for the whole series yep. so far. Yeah, oh yeah, but like then you go to one, and it's like lush forest planet with an underground water city. And then and, and on the other side is like a metropolis. So this planet is like three in one. It's really yeah. cool. Then they go back to Tatooine because Anakin's there, of course. And then, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, speaking of the, pre, the fucking prequels, dude, I had, we got an email from a guy. I had to write this shit down. Yeah. Um, Michael McKenna okay. from London, England wrote it And he's like, he's thinking, I'm not going to even try an accent. My cousin will kill me. Uh-huh. <laughs> she, she's like, yeah, don't do that. Um uh, shout out to Imogen. There we go. Uh, so, so in the past episodes, you've stated you both like and hate the prequels. What is it? You can't really have it both ways, mate. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah. I okay. said, thank you. Okay, but again, <laughs> okay. I don't really. It's, hate it's not. Them.
1: It's not. All right. You. Can, we can say we hate them, or we can say we love them, and it might not be completely like a hundred percent one way, but like. I do love a lot of stuff about the prequels. I love a lot of stuff about one because it introduces Maul, who's like my favorite villain in Star Wars. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like any villain in Star Wars more than I like Maul, and it's mainly because of Clone Wars and what they did to him in Rebels and all that stuff. But they introduce him in One, and he's awesome in Phantom Menace. He was every scene that he was in was perfect. Um, he's very cocky, you know. Uh Sidious is telling him, dude, don't fucking go in. And he's like, I'm gonna get our revenge. Like you could you nah, could sit, sit around and play Senate man all you want. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go kill some fucking Jedi. And like that was just really cool. I love the pod racing scene because that truly did introduce a new kind of genre to Star Wars, the whole racing. Uh, oh yeah! That whole style of directing was really cool to add into Star Wars. Um, I like
0: that they did the real effects, like, the but little, I but I time. hate
1: oh. scenes like the moment where Jar Jar is. Fucking around with the the engine of the pod. It's so stupid. And then <laughs> it, he zaps himself, and he can't talk. He's like, <laughs> and then he looks over, and then the fucking the the little elephant thing, thing, it just like rips ass, and then it turns around and like winks at him, like, hey, you like that shit? And he looks at it, and he's like, kinda. <laughs> <That>
2: <laughs> so it, gross. It's
1: just a weird scene. Yeah. And it's one of the moments where it's like, if George Lucas had three different directors for four through six... Mm-hmm. And then you go back to the prequels, and it was George for all three of them, like running the show and every aspect, producing, writing, directing. You know, he's he's literally the only guy there yeah. to say this is right for so Star we talked Wars.
0: About last time, nobody was there to tell him no. No, or- hey, hey, dude. Hey dude. Probably not want do that. And the
1: people that were there were too scared to tell him no because he was fresh off a divorce and was like, I'm going to execute my idea my way now that she can't get the money from it. <laughs>
0: or I'm going to execute you for questioning me. <laughs> I'm going to execute the Jedi Order, Order 66. Order 66 on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Darlene. <laughs> How dare you, Karen. <laughs> dare you, Karen? But, like. This is not what bagel I ordered. Ah!
1: Like, that's, but that's the thing. Like, f- 1, 2, and 3 are so incredibly original. Yes. Yes. And four through six are so incredibly original. I think six is the least original of all of them, and it's my favorite of all of the original trilogy. It's it's just a fun movie. I it love is. six oh, yeah. so much. It, was, it, just, it feels like a, it really does feel like a victory lap for Star Wars. Um,
0: I always say I like I like Empire the best, but really I like the snow speeders and <laughs> like, like, that. It's right. just like right like like again. five has a lot of cool stuff, but it also has a lot of trash stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I will always
1: hold true that I hate the scene. Where they go into the asteroid, and then it's like, "Oops, we went inside a space worm, <laughs> and there's bats and a swamp in here, in an ecosystem." <laughs> God, and you landed in it where, yeah. <laughs> like, and not only that, space gravity shouldn't exist in that thing. You shouldn't be able to land properly oh, yeah. on a flat surface. Yeah, like, and the
0: asteroid. And you're walking around the asteroid. I mean, it's like you're walking around the inside of that thing. Like the asteroid doesn't have that much mass. Right. You like, know? come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty but, funny.
1: And, and, yeah, like I do love Empire, but ultimately I like Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. better. Yeah, me too. But all of them are original in their own ways. And 1 through 3 are all original in their own ways. They introduce some stuff that's repeat from uh, the 4 through 6, but majority of the movies are completely original. Force Awakens, J.J. was like, hey, let's start off on a desert planet. And the girl's kind of like a nobody, but yeah. she's going to become somebody. Yeah. All right. And then we're going to make her the damsel that needs to be re- rescued. And then uh, the group of dudes is going to come in and they're going to save her. And then she's going to end up saving them. And then that's the end of the movie.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Sounds like you just played off New Hope to me, dude.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: And they also blow up the, the planet killing, you know, weapon in like one blow. Yeah. That sounds like New Hope to me, dude. And, uh, you know. Then you go and it's like, God, all right, we got the desert planet, the forest planet, mm-hmm. snow planet, even,
0: yeah, because the, yeah, the,
1: the start and it's waves.
0: also a mechanical yeah. planet.
1: So you got four <laughs> of the of the planet tropes in one movie. Uh, and then Ryan's like, let's go to this casino planet. Let's try something different. Yeah, let's go to a a white and red salt planet that looks awesome on visuals, like, oh, yeah, that's probably my favorite visual planet from all of this trilogy i think i mean the closest second would be exegol i love the way exegol looks with the like the ice layer oh yeah yeah but like lightning everywhere like it's it's a the hidden sith world where like that kind of energy channels um but even in even in this movie it's like where's the rebel base on a, in an old temple on the forest planet. Yeah,
0: looking like Yavin. Looking like Yavin. Yeah, and I'm
1: it's like, not Yavin. It's it's like aging Kloss or something. Um,
0: they, they, they lay it, they've uh, something that looks – they have a, Re- a rebel blockade runner that looks a bit like the Tantive 4, but mm-hmm. obviously can't be because it was destroyed. That was scuttled. Mm-hmm. You know, So it's like it's, – it's just kind of – I like callbacks. I do. Don't get I me love wrong. callbacks. I like them if they're not seeing, heavy-handed. Seeing uh, –
1: What's his name? Um, ooh, He was one of Luke's best buds. In uh, 4 and 5, he was the pilot.
0: Wedge Antilles. Wedge. Yes. Seeing
1: Wedge and the Falcon yes. coming in with Lando and Chewie made me so happy. That's like the best. I think that's the best callback in, nice the, in the
2: entire trilogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, yeah,
0: <laughs> my man. That's <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Um, yeah, Wedge Antilles is, especially if you've read the rogue not rogue. Uh, what the hell's the name of their fighter squadron? Right. Um, is it rogue, rogue Squadron? Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I, I read all those books, and they were really well done. I mean, it wasn't some of them weren't even actually none of them were Timothy's on. They were just other writers, but they were really good. Yeah,
1: you know, and you get no, Wedge them. is a really cool character, yeah, he's and so really good. and especially even in the movies, like five, he's you know with Luke to take on them them ats Oh yeah, yeah. Four, he's there for the Death Star run, like. His dad gets choked the fuck out by Vader and killed in like the oh, first yeah. ten minutes yeah, of the right. movie. <laughs> like
0: Captain Antilles, the first time Vader ever choked somebody with his hands.
1: That's mm-hmm. true. That's so funny.
0: I got him. Um, like, I mean, I don't. I, there's things about those movies that I don't like. I don't like the acting. Um, I, yeah, a lot of the acting is bad. Liam Neeson did a pretty damn good job. I th- um, great
1: job, if you ask me. Freaking uh,
0: and Ewan McGregor Lee was McGregor, great. Yeah, but you know, and, and even young Anakin with the kid was the kid was. Pretty I thought good. he was okay. Yeah, for a kid. Um, I
1: mean, he got some cheesy lines and a couple bad scenes, but overall, he did pretty good for a kid. I think, um, I think
0: a lot of it is the lines they were given to yeah,
1: I mean. And, yeah, the writing of it is pretty poor. It
0: was um, wooden. I think the way it would describe it Hayden, was Hayden? Yeah.
1: I don't hate Hayden. I think he was great in episode three. Uh, I think episode two's problem is it it forced really hard this whole Shakespearean romance yep. on us. Yep. And that's because that's what Lucas wanted. He wanted to do a romance movie ultimately. He's, he said it multiple times. Attack of the Clones is his romance movie and uh you know he he did do a shakespearean romance yeah, yeah. but it just doesn't play well the, uh, the 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 words the dialogue it's just cheesy and boring hey let me use the force to pick up this pear and then s- slice it and then slide it over to you and you catch it with your fork and like
0: then – The chemistry was just – It was just awkward, dude. It was awkward. Well, and you look at the two of them too. You look at Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen and there's a significant difference in age. She's got 10 years on a minimum. Yeah. and you're just like <laughs> – it's creepy because you knew this kid – You knew it when he was five. Yeah, right. Uh, like, you know, something about that it's I mean – Oh, Natalie! No, you cannot look. You can never. And I'm 42 years old. Yeah, okay? I'm. I'm older. I, I, you know, I've, I've seen people that were. I've known them. I've known them as kids, and they're in their 20s now. It's like there is. No, you look at these people. You always see them as kids. If you meet somebody and they're a little kid, you will. Always you always see them, always see them as a kid. It doesn't matter. But yeah. So there's no. I cannot really in my mind wrap my head around the fact that she would go. Oh, he's got some nice abs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't. Know. I just I don't imagine. Get it. I
1: just imagine Padme like. Oh, yeah. Try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So disobey your master. Yes. Very good. It's so bad. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, my God. His fate will be the same as ours. I,
0: you know, I, I, like I said, I didn't hate him. But his
1: new movie. its Yeah, it's never a hate thing, truly. No, when never. I say hate, it's more like I hate parts. It, uh, the I, only
0: thing I hate DC movies. Otherwise, I'm okay. Okay, move <laughs> on. Next time. No. <laughs> Sorry. It's
1: dope yeah. DC movies. We got to talk about this. I'm excited as fuck for Birds of Prey.
0: It's coming late next next episode. Next Michael. episode. Next, next episode. Definitely, we're gonna, gonna be, talk
1: about it. We'll talk about it in like 45 minutes. we know. this this. <laughs> yeah, like all right, but it connects though because Obi Wan Kenobi is the bad guy, so we're good. That all connects. He's never a bad man. <laughs> it's the
0: mask. It's the mask. Yeah, no, freaking like, I don't know this new movie. I liked how they explained that Snoke was a clone and the Emperor was controlling. Him. That was kind of yes. interesting. They don't explain who of, but I didn't like how fuck, yeah who of yeah for sure. Like who's he um, a clone of? I mean, so Snoke, Snoke got a backstory, kind of. Yeah, but he was never real. I mean, right? Like, he was all he was a puppet. It's not really a Last Jedi uh, retcon either. I mean, yeah, yeah, it does it does line up because it, it kind of retcons Force Awakens too. But it makes Snoke's claim uh, about bridging the minds of Kylo Ren and Rey strange to think about. I, I always thought that was a lie. Yeah. In Last Jedi, I was like, there's no fucking I thought it was way. a lie too right away. Yeah, because that's a tremendous amount of power. Because when
1: when, when they explain that they're a dyad in the Force, that yes. that gives a new
0: explanation to it. And this is the thing. I mean, so did Palpatine bridge their minds through Snoke? And if that's the case, it wouldn't explain why he was surprised by the idea that Ray and Kylo Ren were more powerful together than a person. Right. So why was he surprised by
1: that? Right. So and if- not only that, when see, this is this is the one thing I, I read that was pretty interesting. A theory that uh when Snoke grips up Ray and uh Last Jedi and like lifts her up and does his little mind, I'm gonna read your mind yeah. thing. Um his little force interrogation, he says, give me everything everything and you know for the for the movie's context it's give me where luke is give me the you know what he's up to lately what you guys are up to what your plan is and you know that's it but really if he just takes her whole memory of everything she has ever experienced he would ultimately come back to her early childhood the even the memory she doesn't directly remember and he would find out that she's a Palpatine. Yep.
2: And i that's the one and, he's been looking and the for. The, sort
1: of and that. the theory that I read was that Palpatine, knowing that Snoke is powerful, even as a clone, you know, once he finds out that she's a Palpatine, for sure, she's the one he's been looking for this whole time, it's like, I don't really need this guy anymore. So he, let, so he purposely lets Kylo kill him. Kill him. Hmm. Like, like you know, he he says like I see your intent. You wish to kill your true enemy, and yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like you know, oh, well, you didn't see that
0: coming. Yeah, right. It's very strange. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if Snoke or Palpatine really did bridge the minds, quote unquote, you can't see me because it's you know it's the podcast. I am quoting um, doing the quote things. Air quotes. Uh, air quotes. Um, if you really did bridge the minds, it's not really clear what the goal of that was. Yeah. You know, it's not an defense, yeah, it's I've, not a, an offensive retcon, but it's really kind of confusing. I don't confusing yeah, one. I've it's, it's just really, weird. What, it was unnecessary.
1: I love that idea that their minds are bridged and I love the fight yeah. scene we get because of it, the multiple fight scenes we get because of it. They fight it. so well together. Yep. You know, yeah. And uh I think my favorite f- moment of their mind bridging is when they're on they're in two separate spots fighting. That was the coolest thing to me. That was when really, he was down on surface and yeah. she's in his like his artifact room. Yeah. And they're like hitting each other and you know, he realizes where she is cuz Vader's helmet drops through. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Um
0: it was kind of cool. I, there were there were certain things though that were like okay. Um last Jedi, you get the Skywalker lightsaber gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Ah, you know, it was a, it was a, they Focused on it. it was a pivotal scene. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah it, it was pretty cool. In this movie, it's fixed. No, really, well, I mean, Leia fixed it. You would. But, hope, well, there right? was
1: a. What is it? There's like a, a a leather strap and like an extra pin somewhere in it. Yeah, and you only see it for like half a second. Um, but they, yeah, I guess according to, once again, this is my biggest problem with the movie is that a lot of it isn't explained in the movie. You got to yeah. read other things to even learn about it. Yeah, but uh she repaired the kyber crystal like the same way she force heals the lizard force heals ben force yeah. heals she literally force healed the crystal she she put the two parts together and just kind of meditated on it for a while and repaired the crystal hmm. because they are technically sentient
2: yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: so she she repaired the re, the crystal which is why it's uh it's it's not perfect it doesn't look the same in color it doesn't sound the same yeah, in yeah, yeah. And when it starts up, Uh, it sounds more violent. Like
0: it does. It it
1: has a much more of a punch to it when she turns it on. But uh, yeah, dude, that's another thing. I was wowed when I seen the yellow saber at the end.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool.
1: And I, it took me a minute to be like, when the fuck did she get that? Or where the fuck did she get that? And then I did some digging and it was like, you know, the only Canon yellow sabers were in the, uh, hands of the temple guards that were responsible of guarding the force's knowledge ah. at, at the Jedi temples, at other artifact sites or whatever. They were the ones that just protected that knowledge. So her being the one that actually has the Jedi texts, it makes sense that she would be the protector of all of the, that knowledge. So she's the one that carries the yellow saber and at first, I thought, okay, that's a double saber because it, yeah. it had this weird bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Second watch, it was like, no, nah, that's not a double saber. I wish it were, <laughs> but it's not. And it's what it actually is is the top half of her staff. She broke it off right. and that's converted right. it, which that's is right. which is cool. But fuck you, JJ, because right. you know what? <sighs> Legends made it real, and then they kept it around in Legends for probably two decades. The lightsaber pike is a real thing.
0: It is a real a thing. A
1: staff lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. It looks so cool. And you could have had the first live action one, period, and Ray would have looked perfect with it. She spent her whole life with the staff. It's true. She could use it for lethal or non-lethal if she's got the lightsaber on the end of it. Why did you miss the, the – just the perfect opportunity, JJ?
0: Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, uh, Sometimes he makes choices – in his films, that are, you know, that's not something that that canon wise makes sense, but mm-hmm. you can tell it's a personal choice. Yeah, which I get. It's movies are kind of a work of art in their own. Yeah, way. yeah, you and know, the, like, the director's
1: got you, a lot of influence on. Yeah, that.
0: you're gonna sculpt it to your own, you know, degree. Mm-hmm. But with with a, a, a something like this, you have to be very careful. And this isn't just you know, you can't just do like he did with Star Trek, the first Star Trek movie. He did his own. Um, Take on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't, uh, you can't really just do that, right? You know, it's just not. It's, yeah, no, it's it doesn't work out. You got to respect the fan base. You, know, you got to respect the canon. You know, Star Wars doesn't have. Star Wars has a shitload of back stuff to it. A lot of non-canon shit. and not- yeah, yeah. Legends, all this shit. There's a lot you can pull from. Yeah, exactly. But you really should respect that a little bit. And
1: I think he does for the most he part. He does for the most part. I, I will give him that. He does for the most yeah, part. Yeah, but there are
0: some some things, you know. And they're, they're making this big thing like uh, about like – uh, he was going kind to of be like, it's a fuck you to that guy. It's a fuck you to Ryan. it's a. Fuck it's really, I don't really think he I did. don't see it as that. I don't think J.J. Abrams – J.J. – I might not like everything he does. I don't think he's spiteful like that. I don't that. think he is spiteful. I think he's very confident in his own ability to direct. And I think he's Although, too arrogant to be like – I man. will say yeah. I like Kylo Ren
1: so much more without the helmet even, uh-huh. though I, even though I think the helmet is cool. But J.J. did make it his job to like Reassemble let's it. rebuild it. Yeah,
0: I thought that was kind of funny I was like, too, dude, right?
1: Last Jedi, that thing was Crumpled. The front the front face of it is gone yeah. when after he smashes it in. There's no repairing that. Sorry, dude, but that was petty. But besides that, I didn't think any of it was petty. Um I thought I'm even listening to Luke in Last Jedi, a lot of people there were like, ah, Luke would never be like that. Like What's I, the, the I had I had thought about <laughs> it the way that Luke describes it in this movie already. Like yeah. He was wrong. People are allowed to be wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh, And, you know, like Luke was wrong because he – Luke exiles himself because he feels like he fucking failed. And it's like at that point, all he feels – he's drowning in failure. Like everything has fucking fell apart. I hate everything. And it's like – I hate
0: myself so much.
1: Then he then he finally comes to his senses, but it's too late to get to the battle. So let me send my force hologram, and then you know I overexert myself. So now I'm I'm gone. I'm gonna die. So he dies, and it's like, well, you know, as, as we all know, force ghosts are stronger than any living being because they can extend their force powers into the real world, even though they can't be touched. Yeah. So like, Luke is at an all time high when he's a force ghost.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. More and, powerful than you can ever imagine. And
1: then they yeah. gave him the Yoda scene. Let's yeah. just lift the the thing out the swamp and set it on the thing. Yep. And he even has the same, like, yep. like half struggle but, like, half, like, wisdom look. Like, yeah, yep. let me and just – they played the music too. I loved Haga, it. It was yeah. perfect. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Um, And even with the whole lightsaber thing, it was like it, – it, it was a joke, but I don't think it was a joke to say, ha-ha, Last Jedi sucked. I thought no. it was more like a – this is the irony of the situation we're in. Yeah, I was wrong. You know, wrong. he was wrong before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Now he's right. You know, he's, he's,
0: he's wisened up. It's. And that's the thing with the movie. There's some edge. Like you, we don't see that kid with the, who caught the uh broom. The broom? Oh, yeah. yeah don't
1: I don't think we'll ever see him yeah. again for at least so the next 10 years. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think they'll eventually do a movie and be like, this is Room boy. Yeah, broom, But he's no broom longer broom boy. boy. He's like broom man. <laughs> broom,
2: broom. <laughs> he's got
0: a he's got, Dude, a he's got like a pitchfork yeah. lightsaber. like yeah, no, no. several. it's, it's, it's a force pike with a broom on the end yeah. of it. You know. But like, oh
1: but all the bristles are like Kyber. Like
0: he's <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so he's just raking people. That's <laughs> it. You heard it here first, folks. We just, we just wrote Star Wars episode oh no. twenty-seven. Oh no, mm. the cleaning of the Sith. the cleansing of the Sith.
1: Yeah, the, um, um, what was your favorite part of the movie? Uh, uh, like, just favorite
0: moment of I the movie. I really liked it when Daisy runs. Jiggle, I, jiggle, jiggle. No, um... <laughs> <laughs> you leave me alone. I'm allowed to like boobies. Um, no. Um, realistically, I liked when Ben was fighting the... Uh, the knights? The knights. And he just kind of like he, he looks at him and he goes... <sighs> yeah, it, and it starts going I was like that's actually pretty fucking funny and that was cool. That I was a genuine it. Ben solo. I loved it. Han solo son. Yeah, cuz he does this like, little He's like, like all right. Like let's do you, it. You like that magic trick? Let's go. Yeah, like yeah. it was I awesome. That. I was like that's pretty freaking funny and the you know the there were a lot of scenes that did bug me. I thought that the uh for, for the most part like the, the space scenes were pretty damn sweet the fight the the combat oh, all was yeah. great. I like the reveal of uh, Sidious. I thought that was cool. You yeah. he know he's going to be
1: there. Apparently, li- it's not even his real body, I found out. It's like they found a body that was close enough to his, transferred his Force sense, essence, and, like, he's starting to, like,
0: into reanimate himself. into wow.
1: himself, kind of, like, through some Sith magic. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. A little different. A little
0: different. But I like that. I, like the, I really I really wish they had had Ben lived. Yeah. Because I thought it was kind of... I was like oh, – I get hey, it.
1: I like I get it. She yeah. was literally dead. So you got to give your life to even bring her back. I do. I do.
0: I just really wish they would have had her live. or had him live because he was an interesting character and I would have watched And he it. just got even more interesting. Yes. Oh, they made him super man. interesting and then 20 minutes Killed later they him like, off. You know. That's how they do it with all the cool ones, man. Yeah, they no. kill him off 20 minutes later. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's fucked up. It's pretty bad. Um but, you know, I liked it. I thought it was good. I liked the force lightning. Uh, before we started, uh, Mike was playing the sound of uh, Palpatine. Palpatine just the shooting, <laughs> shooting the lightning <laughs> up into the air and knocking at all the ships. It was so you know, good. Um, I think my favorite scene of the whole movie just a, is – Do you think that was their version of a force storm? Do you think
1: that yeah, was – Yeah, you, you know – I mean, Yoda kind of pulled a,
0: a literal storm out, yeah. and zapped the tree of of the Jedi. Because in the Dark Empire, he the Force Storm like blows ships up and like wipes people's minds. drives them Right? Like, it's a freaking serious. Yeah, it's a legit storm. In I think space. it's I think it's a slightly
1: nerfed Force Storm yeah. because all it really did was kind of like shut off the the ships. Yeah. Um. Because you know, the second he stops doing it, that's when all the ships are like back up and they're they're ready to fight again. He. Really, gripping the fucking transport out the sky. Yes. Because (sighs) I am a huge fan of Star Wars games. And when Force Unleashed was released in like 08, I was like, like I didn't know much about what it was going to be about because I didn't see the the gameplay videos on it, the little trailers or whatever you might see. I just knew it was supposed to be a cool character where you play as Darth Vader's apprentice. So I was like, Oh, that's interesting. It's in between three and four, like a what if kind of story if he had an apprentice that was badass. Cool. And halfway through the game, you get in this moment where you know you're you're against the Empire at this point, and you go to this uh this base and there's ties everywhere, and then there's a Star Destroyer that has something on it. They're they're trying to get away from you, and you grip the Star Destroyer yeah and you you it's probably about a five maybe ten minute most uh encounter where you gotta like kind of balance out taking out tie fighters with the force or pulling this star destroyer down, but you spend all this time yanking this thing out the sky until eventually you just crash it into the planet and it's this really badass scene in the game, and I was sitting there thinking, man, we'll never see that ever yeah. again, anything even close to that yeah. And then she grips this fucking transport in this movie, and I'm like, they fucking did it. Like, <laughs> it's not a Star Destroyer, but holy shit is that impressive compared to what we've seen in live action. No one's ever thought, hey, that ship's escaping. Let me grab it. That's yep. the coolest fucking thing. And it's, it, it really is a, 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 just a, like a knee-jerk reaction in the moment. Like, she doesn't know she can do that. But it's like, that thing's getting away Huh. She's reaching out. Let me try it. something. Like, I, I you yeah, know.
0: Can I tell you why I didn't like that scene? Why? Because she thinks Chewie died. It was cheap. The, the two transports that look exactly the same, she grabbed well, one but not the other. I blame Finn for that. Finn didn't pay attention to the fact that there were two transports. But she's like, Chewie! She, she doesn't feel his presence anymore? No,
1: no. But like, but once again, I wouldn't say she's as close to Chewie as, like, Leia was to Han, so I don't think...
0: She can't reach out for... She, does she not know how to reach out with a force uh, and tell somebody's dead?
1: <laughs> well, see, I know she does for force-sensitive people, but I don't think she necessarily does for non for force Wookiees, sensitives
0: For, for slaves? For dogs, like him, for, slave, for dogs. For space dogs? For space dogs. <laughs> huh? she, she don't like
2: Wookiees,
1: huh? Um you
0: fucking... <laughs> but I, I,
1: I mostly blame Finn because yeah. Finn comes out and he's like, "They got Chewy," oh,
2: and he's weird. like, "Look at it, look at it," <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What? No,
2: mine." Give and it that! What's
1: the coolest fucking part? I swear, dude, the sound people deserve all the awards because when she grips it, it's like a, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, a yeah, yeah. like a cool little sound. And then, he, and then Kylo comes up, and he grips it, and it's like this violent, like, and it's like, there's different sounds to the Force, what? <laughs> and they both sound really cool. And then she just fucking, and then fucking takes it out, and I was like,
0: huh? It was a bit like the— uh, And you know what's
1: fucked up is they almost got me. Like, I was welling up, like, you can't fucking kill Chewie like this.
0: But That's they, what I thought, too. And, and like, I, I got pissed. I'm like, you cheap bastard. I was like,
1: you can't fucking do this. I'm, like, welling up in the eyes. I'm like, please,
0: please tell me he's alive. <laughs> no. And then he's alive. I'm like, yeah. You grip, you're gripping the stranger next to you. You're like, no. He's like, can I help me, dude? <laughs> That's how my dad dude. My dad was sitting there,
1: and this guy's next to him with his girl on the other side. And, As you do. And, you and he's like, so it's my dad, this guy, and then his girl. And Chewie gets, air quote, blown yeah. up. And this guy's grabbing on his girl, like,
2: "Oh my God, can you believe it? I can't believe he died." Uh. <laughs> and
1: my dad's sitting there, like, "Really?
0: How did you get a girl? Like, how?" <laughs> she he's must like, be "Really?" He's desperate. like, I, "I can't control my breaths." Uh. Oh, <laughs> and my, my dad's God. like, "Huh?" See the situations like that. Now we live in the city of Detroit. You can taste somebody. It's a you lot. can taste. Just a little pocket. The guy just slumps over, pisses himself a little bit, starts <laughs> drooling. You get to watch the rest of the movie. You just in got, peace. All
1: you got to do is ignore the smell. And if That's you're lucky, okay.
0: if you're lucky, you'll taste her too because she's touching him. Right. You get, you get <laughs> two for one, two for one, because she's yeah. stupid, because she's dating an asshole. Yeah. So if you're gonna date an asshole, <laughs> that's, b- that's me, what you get. Becoming an asshole, that's what, that's what, that's you, what you get. <laughs> you get, you get tased. Yeah, man. No, <laughs> you you get, wind up, you wind up in a puddle of piss in a dark movie theater. Yeah, that's my, Detroit life. My, my
1: dad said that was. He was like, <laughs> dude, it was the worst. The whole movie. I'm sitting there thinking, how's this girl with this guy? This is bad. <laughs> Like I would have been done after the after the last Star Wars movie. I don't even want to know what he thought about Luke dying. Like,
0: oh god, he probably he literally probably just bawled crawled, <laughs> under, tra- crawled underneath
1: the seat and cried. He was probably one of them dudes at the back of the theater, like, maybe there's a post credit. They oh, might okay. show that he's alive. Uh. It's so bad. <laughs> but yeah, that's that scene just blew my mind. I was I was not prepared for them to show the force on that scale. Um,
0: it was pretty tough.
1: I. I all right, I'm really, really, really hurt by the fact that Leia had to die to give Ben this last, like, gust of be a good guy. It was a little strange. And then she doesn't force ghost. No. Uh, and then she sits there for, like, a full day
0: Before in
1: this bed. And she doesn't disappear until the moment he does. And they don't explain why. Yep. And the only logical explanation is because she literally like sent her essence to him, and like she's living within him through all these scenes. It's not creepy. And it's at all. and which is weird. Yeah. And then, and then you get to the end, and it's like raise all that's left against Palpatine, and Palpatine's like, "I will exterminate the Jedi." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, cool, Palpatine, do your thing. And she pulls out the lightsaber. And deflects it back at him. Then she pulls out the other one and deflects it back at him. And at this point, I'm sitting there thinking, "Perfect. They can this, play crisscross, jump jump, the, and it'll be this perfect." Is, right? right.
0: That's the scene we. Well, I was thinking
1: for. more like the <laughs> the, the Wonder, <laughs> Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. But uh, yeah. <laughs> um, she, like, you know, she's deflecting. I'm like, this is a perfect scenario. Palpatine dies. Ray lives. We're good. And then she obliterates Palpatine. Like, that motherfucker got sent into oh, another yeah. dimension.
0: Oh, yeah. How bad it was. Yeah. Like,
1: he, uh, like you see his flesh just peeling away like, oh, yeah. you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Like, ah! yeah.
0: <laughs> He chose <was poorly.
1: laughs> But then she just, like, she looks around. She's like, shit, I caused some damage. Yeah. And then she just fucking drops to the ground and dies. And it's like,
0: huh? Yeah, it's like, what?
1: what's what's the cause of death? Uh, Like... I don't even want to say for like, like you're, you're exhausted yeah. because that doesn't take much to just walk hold, holding lightsabers that are deflecting all of this energy. You, yeah. You're not taking any of this energy. You're just walking into somebody that is, you know sending it. So like and, and not only that, in episode three, Palpatine's zapping himself and he realizes he's gonna fucking murder himself. He stops.
0: He does, yeah. And he didn't stop there. He's just like,
1: let me just keep doing it. This is going to keep working. And it's the only logical thing that I read was like there is a canon explanation for what balance in the force truly is. And it's when the strongest of the Sith and the strongest of the Jedi at any given moment both are erased and we're just left with the pawns. Oh. because the the extreme powers are what offset the balance in the Force. So when one side is like...
0: More powerful than the you, other.
1: You know, when you got 10 pounds of Jedi and one pound of Sith, it's yeah. like the Force is going to fuck that up. Yeah. And, you know, Palpatine being at full power is like, holy shit, dude, like, he's on, on another level. And then Rey being as powerful as she is, she's a Force sponge, literally. They canon explained it, that she sucks up any power she, she comes into contact with. Um... You know they're just both insanely powerful. Let's just like it's like she literally killed herself. Yeah. It, it's like she turned herself off. Like uh-huh. that's how she died. And it's like it's, it, it's because she knew if she killed Palpatine, he becomes her because like he'll pass his. He, he will purposely as a Sith. You know, like it's like a spell almost. Like you killed me, you get me. Yeah.
2: Like yeah,
1: which changes of too. Because oh. rule of two was the master uh, attempts uh, – either the apprentice attempts to kill the master and kills the master, gains power, and there was no explanation of how he gains power. You kill your teacher, what are you going to learn ever? Exactly. But the idea is that master you just killed, his, his essence becomes part of you. You don't become that master, but you do gain some of that wisdom. So he he by killing Darth Plagueis, he knew, he yes, everything that- he learns those things. Huh. And um and and it does like because it's a dark spirit, you do get a dark energy out of it. That makes sense. Um but you know, in the case of Rey, he literally told her, you know, you strike me down, I'm just going to become you. So do it. So, like, when he said do it, I had a wall of 20-year-olds in front of me stand up like,
2: yes! Oh,
1: Jesus. In the the audience. They were so hyped that he said it again. Yeah, it was – it just bothered me that she died in the first place. I don't think she should have died. I think she should have been mortally wounded and then Ben could have, like, helped her back and they both live even if they're both really fucking hurt. And X-Wing's pilot with two people, don't they? Oh,
0: No, nor they have one pilot and then the astromech droid.
1: Well, either way. And that's another thing. At first watch, I was like, how the fuck did he get a TIE fighter? And then second watch, I was like, how the fuck did he get a TIE fighter? (laughs) And then third watch, I was like, well, he was on the Death Star. And that was an Imperial-era TIE fighter. That was not a first-order TIE fighter. Yeah. But then my problem becomes, that thing was fucking obliterated. Beyond just the whole like it crashed into this water planet, yeah, it was blown up in space, and that's just a piece that's that you know wasn't completely obliterated. <laughs> like yeah, right. like the it, the rest of it is love- is who knows where. But that big chunk lands on this planet after an explosion.
0: Maybe it was bigger than we thought. Maybe there's like a hangar bay nearby and it's trash, and he fixed it. You know, I mean, I will. I did like when she goes into that ship. It mm-hmm. goes into the, uh, the, the Death Star yeah. wreckage there with all the Stormtrooper
1: helmets. I loved that like, imagery. So that. it's
0: all like skulls and like
1: – It looked bodies. like a graveyard. Yeah, yeah, like a, it, was, it, it, it looked cool.
0: I thought it was really weird that the uh, – some of the, know, the the callbacks were cool. I, I like the visuals of it. I did dig mm-hmm. that a lot. That was a really cool scene. Um, it was kind of weird when Finn's out there. Like He really wants to get to her. No Dude, I-
1: if you watched Rebels, I don't know if you did um, – I don't want to spoil it if you haven't, but.
0: You can spoil it. i not got to watch that.
1: Okay. So.
0: I've watched some of it. I watched the, the Ahsoka. Okay. Part so,
1: today. the main character is, uh, Ezra. Yeah. His master is Kanan. He, wasn't he a Jedi that split? Like he kind of ducked out and hid? Was he, was he a Paddle? He was an Order 66 survivor. Yeah, that's what it was. And, uh, Ezra never was around for that or whatever. He didn't, he wasn't trained or anything, so he didn't know about any of that stuff. And, uh,. Like, he was just a Force user that, you know, he was just out in the galaxy somewhere. Yeah. But Kanan was a survivor of Order 66, so he went into hiding and then joined the Ghost crew, and, you know, that that all transpired. But there's a moment in the show when he's fighting Maul where Maul blinds him, and he's blind for, like, the next two—not two seasons. It might be, like, a season and a half. Wow. And, uh, like, his eyes are all—his eyes go from his regular, like—I want to say it's either a green or a brown— um, to to white like he's completely blind he ain't seeing shit but he learns to see through the force he just lets the force do his job
0: oh that's really which cool. which
1: is really cool yeah and it, the character is played by Freddie Prince Jr he actually has a spot in the Rise of Skywalker when Ray's meditating on the ground and she looks up into the sky and hears all the Jedi's voices yeah he has a couple lines in that um, it's really cool um, but there's a moment where he's where he dies. In the show. Yeah. They're on a gas tank, uh, like a massive gas tank, and uh, their ship comes through to pick them up, and uh, right as it comes to pick them up, uh, a couple blasters hit the tank, and it blows up quick, and he uses the force to, like contain all the fire into one spot real quick and it's kind of like a wall of fire just kind of it's like lightly pushing past him but he's still kind of like keeping it there at bay and his girlfriend uh, Hera she's like she's the captain of the ship um, it's her and I think Sabine they're, uh, they're they're like they were about to jump on the ship and then she Hera turns around she knows she's pregnant at this point and she knows she loves this dude to death She's like, I'm not going to let him just die here. She runs to get after him and he turns around and he just fucking force pushes her onto the ship. And it is, dude, it's one of the moments that like in the show and you're watching through the context. When he does that, it's like, fuck, dude, he's going to fucking go. And he pushes her like, no, like this is my moment. I have to protect you guys at all costs. You guys are more important than me. And then his eyes go back to his normal color. He can see in his final moments. He gets one last look at his wife, and then the fire just eats him.
0: There was that uh, episode where, uh, what's his name, Step Through Time. Yes, he, he sees, yes, himself, he uh, sees that. And he sees it, and he wants to go save him. So mm-hmm. it was like, no, you can't do that. If you do that, you die. I heard that was a dark side temptation, too. Um, ah.
1: But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what that's – when Ray did that to Finn, that's what it reminded me of. It's like – no, get the fuck out of here. I'm the force user. Mm-hmm. If you come over here, you are going to die. Like, yep,
0: exactly. Get
1: like Stay your untrained ass over there. we
0: exactly. would do that shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is he doing right now? Is it, what is he going to do over there? He's going to go get What was dad. his plan? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to go yell at him, like, no. Ray, no.
1: Ray, He's like in your face
0: yelling. And like, this is like three movies
1: now of, yeah. of Finn going, Ray,
0: where's Ray? <laughs> it's, like, it's almost as bad as fucking Carl Carl Carl,
1: Carl, Carl,
0: Carl. Carl. <laughs> God damn it Rick <laughs> <you seen> Carl Carl <laughs> but Carl that's,
1: and I love that scene though because he's like he's like you know I gotta stop her from fighting like she's you know she's she's losing it like he he just said it like I think the ultimate reason he goes there is to save her from the dark side because she yeah. just told yep. him I'd ha- I had to force vision and it's me and that dude on the Sith throne. So he's like, "Fuck, dude, she's about to go to the dark side." Yep. And then she's like, "I'm gonna go over to that dark side planet that crashed into this planet." And <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's another thing. I fucking hated the the Sith vault that she went into, mm-hmm. seeing her dark self. I get it. Uh, there is a canon reason. It's Palpatine specifically had some like. technology in there that basically makes it a force cave kind of like how Luke's force cave was like you know I'm going to show you your worst fear his worst fear was seeing himself become Vader at that time he didn't want to see himself become that her worst fear is basically the same thing and the idea is if you go into that chamber and you take the artifact within and you're not Palpatine your worst fear is shown to you so, yeah. her worst was herself becoming evil and uh
0: and talking to her though that and, was strange that was
1: weird, and then she does that little <laughs> like, yeah. like, with like, like and, with, and she had like spiked teeth when she did it, it was like, huh,
0: did you get a fringy tooth sharpener like, like <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> for real
1: this is weird, and then like Ray goes flying out the room after she hisses at her, and then that's the last you see of dark Ray, and it's like. Wow, they really just bamboozled everybody with that trailer. That That's, was
0: the, that was the Hulk running in the Hulk Buster armor. Basically. Yeah, That's what that was. Yeah, it's like oh, with Dark Ray, just the- bamboozled. We knew that was a. For- we knew that was going to be a, a dream or something. We knew. I mean, going into the- yeah, no, not, I yeah, I, I, I
1: definitely that. thought that was yeah. it was not legit. It was probably if it wasn't a clone of Ray that was evil because of whatever reason. Like, once I heard Palpatine was involved, like, cloning was always an option on oh, the God, table. Yeah. But, uh,
0: because for 25 years, it's
1: been, we lived with Timothy Zahn and the, uh, the clone And shit. you, you know, Palpatine Dark would have Empire. cloned himself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I love the movie. Han as a memory is cool. They painted it like it was a force ghost yeah, scene. I
0: didn't like that.
1: And I didn't like that. Uh, they could have done it differently. I would have preferred
0: – I mean as much as I like seeing him, I would have preferred if it was just his voice.
1: And I would have preferred even more if instead of Ben throwing his super cool cross guard saber into the water of Endor, uh, if he disassembled his lightsaber on the spot, pulled out the, the corrupted crystal – and then purified. purified it into a white lightsaber crystal like mm-hmm. Ahsoka did to the red saber she found and then reassembled it and had a white crossguard saber. That would have been fucking That'd awesome. Be that sweet. Um, but, you know, they had to give a reason why Leia had a lightsaber and then they had to give a reason why Ben would use the Luke saber and... <sighs>
0: <laughs> it was a mess. It's, it's no, minor details. Though, that's but, you know, in the
1: that's long another run. thing. It's yeah. like, how does Leia's lightsaber end up on that planet? Luke only went to that planet when he said, fuck this Jedi stuff. Yeah. That's the only reason he went there was because, fuck that Jedi stuff. I'm done with this. This causes so much pain for the galaxy. The Jedi are, f- like, they, when they're not corrupt, they're naive. And when they're naive, like, Darth Vader's rise up. So, you know, I was naive, and Darth Vader almost rose up, and then because I tried to stop it, the motherfucker still rose up. Yeah. So I I realized that as a Jedi, I can't stop the things that are going to happen. So I'm going to just step away from all of it. I'm going to let the galaxy take care of this. Yep. Why are you bringing along Leia's lightsaber, but not your
0: own? It doesn't make sense, like... He left his own, and that was like beyond just being a symbol of his family. Mm -hmm. It was freaking Ben's, Ben gave that to him. It's like one of those things where you're like, you're Ben, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're like,
1: well, I did find out though that, uh, did I tell you about the anticlimactic reason why Maz Kanata has that saber in Force Awakens? Luke just dropped it. (laughs) Well, he, he gets his arm cut off. Yeah. And it falls down into Cloud City. Yeah. And Luke gets sucked into the one that's just like eject from the planet, kind of. Yeah. Um, But the lightsaber and hand, because there's a metal in it, gets sucked into a different uh, spot. So they can get the metal uh, from it. And the Ugnaughts in that room found it and they kind of like put it up as a trophy. Like, look what we got, a cool Jedi weapon. Yeah. And uh, Maz literally like came to them she was She was like an artifact finder in her early days, hmm. and she came to them and was like, "Huh, how much for the lightsaber?" And they were like, "A pretty penny." She was like, "Will this do?" And they were like, "Yeah." And she literally, she, she, bought the she just city. bought it off some mugnots oh, on Cloud City. It wasn't some cool backstory where like she was like queen of the Jawas or something yeah, like queen of the Jawas. No, like it was just hey, Yeah, that's cool. Can I figured.
0: I, can I buy that? Couldn't just have like Luke leave it there and someone will come for this someday. I've seen it in a fourth vision. Right. It, it could was, have been something been
1: cool. so much more cool, but they changed it and now it's just Moz literally bought it off somebody, and it's like that's God, that's crazy. so boring. I know. That's so boring, but. Um, no
0: no movie, I think, is going to be perfect in anybody's eyes. No, no. Except for Event Horizon, obviously. That was great. Um <laughs> Or Candyman. Uh, but, like, <laughs> perfect. I'm just throwing perfect. out the of, like, Three Amigos. Perfect movie. <laughs> uh, That's absolutely do perfect. You don't even know what a
2: plethora is. <laughs> um, like, like I love that movie. <laughs> I
0: love that movie. Or did I use that word? Oh, my uh, God. Freaking El Wapo. El Wapo. I love that Uh no, but like no movie is going to be perfect. I mean, no. no matter, like I'm already like legit guys. I'm already seeing people bitch about Picard because Patrick Stewart did a, an interview and he talks about how you know. Oh, I didn't tell the, you. The Federation is yeah, yeah yeah. I got
1: yeah. to see Riker's uh, home from that show just right. a couple weeks ago. Uh, we went to Universal Studios in Cali. Me, my dad, my brothers, and the guy that's that wrote Fast and Furious Nine and Fast and he's writing Fast and Furious Ten. Ah, oh, And he's also. Done some other stuff too. He did a, a couple things with JJ. He did a couple things with Ron
0: Howard. That's the guy that you dad gave the gave his first big thing to. And he yeah yeah right, he yeah. gave him his first shot. What's his name? Dan Casey. Dan Casey. He's
1: a super cool dude. And he we went out to Cali just for a day of vacation. We weren't going to go to any parks or anything. And he was like, Hey, you guys are out here. Want to go to Universal Studios? We were like,
0: Huh? Yeah. No, Dan. We don't. We're not fun at all. We stayed at the hotel. He was like, <laughs> He was
1: like, Yeah, I'll buy. We were like, Huh? Come again. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was like yeah just come on and we we went and we spent like the whole day my dude bought all of our tickets and like got us the express tickets where we don't got to wait in hour long lines for a 5 second ride like nice. it was like you know we'd walk for a minute and be on the ride
0: that's fantastic and it was, it
1: was it was it was a hell of a trip but uh when you take the studio tour you see some of the lot and uh like they have Rikers cabin home uh, with the whole lake backdrop, like on that lot. That's cool. And you, we got to see it, and uh, it was pretty cool.
0: It's pretty sweet. Yeah, they, they're talking about it. Like, I don't know. People are already bitching about because you know Patrick Stewart did that little interview where he talked about. He talked about how um you know it, the federation isn't what it should be. Yada yada, and it's parallels to Trump, and yada. So people are already turning They're like, "Well, it's 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 done." Now it's like like modern political. Well, yeah. But, to say. And they're like they're, they're, they're turning. It's like what the fuck ever. It's like it's you're, you're getting Captain Picard again. Shut the fuck up.
1: like off. why? You know what? It always kills me when people are like, "Why is Star Wars political now? Why is this political now?" Those things have always been political. Oh, yeah. oh. Why is why are comic books political now? Do you realize like X-Men was an answer to like the gay people being shit on for like generations? Like I know. Like,
0: <laughs> well there's always gonna be there's a there's always gonna be a base group of people in the world, honestly, that are just particularly Americans. Yeah. You know, that are just dumb. They're not fucking yeah. with it. They read. They can read as much books as they want. They can watch all the TV programs they watch. They want. They can watch all the news they want. They can. You know. They might be good at music. They might. You know. They have. But their their core intellect is just a fucking backwards retard. <laughs> and it's just like you know. And I'm going to say that word retard. Because they're a fucking backwards retard. Oh my god.
1: Yeah, and it drives me t- crazy.
0: I see that all the time. I see it at Comic Con. You know, we went to Con last year. I had. You know, a bunch of podcasters that wanted me to go be a part of their podcast group mm-hmm. because they were going to have a meeting. Right. And, you know, and I've, I've known these men for like 10 years off and on because I have a podcast. I would you know, you can be part of our group. I don't want to be a part of your group. I really don't care. Right. I, I don't give it. I mean, I'm at, the, I'm at the con to spend time with my wife and, you know, to help her run her, her booth and, you know, and have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. You know, and then the press – because I'm a member of the press or the press pass or whatever, I'll do a report on the con. That's why I'm there. You know, I'm not – I'm not there to blow myself or blow anybody else or whatever. This is a hobby. It's something we do for fun. We make no money off of it. Right. I don't fucking take myself seriously. These guys were so high in the smell of their own farts. (laughs) You know, it's like that episode of South Park where they're driving the Toyota. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just uh. like – and they were offended that I was not – you know, that I didn't want to be a part of their group and go for their meeting. You know, one of the guys is like, why do you even have the press pass? Why? What's all this? about?" I'm like, it's none of your fucking business. You know, I don't give a fuck. I, right. You know, and guys like that are the type, type of people that are get, they get really worked up about stupid shit.
1: Really dumb shit.
0: Like, what did it matter to them why I was there? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen any of them. Some of them I hadn't seen in four or five years. Yep. What did they, what did they care? They didn't. They made it. They made a point of being upset about it. Yep. And there's people that watch these movies that do shit like that. Yeah. They make a point of finding something with the movie that just burns their fucking ass and they latch onto it and they, ex- you know, the way the internet is nowadays, they, ex- you know, they explode outwards on every medium they can, you know, and, and chat and Facebook and fucking like Instagram and Twitter and they'll post so much vitriol about it and realistically it doesn't, what the fuck does it matter to them? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have opinions on shit But we're, you know, we don't sit there and and go on and on on about it. We don't call people out. Yeah, you fucking dumbass. Right, right. It's
1: it's our opinions. No, like a lot of the time (laughs) I'll find myself on the internet and somebody will have a really shitty opinion. Like it's just trash opinions. Yeah. And I'll scroll through and I'll see one that's just like they write it like they're a fucking 400 IQ genius. (laughs) But it's just the words are so stupid. Like it doesn't make (laughs) sense. It's like – you know, Star Wars was never political in the 70s because it never had anything to do... Dude, the Empire was fucking Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Like, Space,
0: Nazis. Space Nazis. Like,
1: sorry you know. to tell you, but this has always been a political thing. It's not, it's, and it's always been a good versus evil thing oh, yeah. because politically, the
0: Nazis were bad.
1: <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> to tell you. Like, that's just common
0: sense. Yeah, and it's it, you get people that do that shit. They do it with almost every freaking... Movie and I don't know if it's necess- I don't know if it's necessarily um, a sci-fi only thing. There are some other movies that come out people will post shit about, but I think it might be a a bit of a byproduct of the fact that a lot of the people that are nerds and in the nerd culture and stuff like that tend to be, you know, fucked with a lot when they're younger. Yeah. So when they get older. They're like, you don't look with me. Right. They, they like lash they, out. They get a chip on their shoulder. Yep. And that chip carries on to their, you know, their opinions, their social lives. I mean, it's you look tough. at that. Look at Rose. That girl played Rose had to fucking turn off all of her fucking Dude, accounts. she lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> she turned
1: off all of her social media. Yeah. And you know they, they said there was so many death threats. And it and, was a roll. And it's and it's like, you know, she's an actress. Dude, Mark Hamill said he didn't like doing anything in Last Jedi because he wanted Luke to be some kind of superhero yeah. again. And the writers were like, dude, you don't understand. At this point in Luke's role, like, you're not Luke Skywalker anymore. You're Ben Kenobi. Yeah, yeah. You get to be the wise old man. So you don't do the crazy gymnastics and, and handstands with a person on your you, on your foot. Like, you <laughs> let somebody else do that now. Yep. So you got to be old, grumpy, wise man. And he hated it. And he was, you know, he was like, you know, I, I told Ryan, I told the writers, I fucking hate that part of my character. I yeah. do not agree with it. But I also told them, you know, this is your guy's movie to make. Yep. And if it's a flop... That's on you guys. If it blows up, that's all good too. He was like, "But I'm going to act my ass off for whatever you guys write for me. Yep. I have no qualms about you guys doing your job, and I will not taint your art for for my my views on this. And people forget that a lot of the time. You can have different views on something and still move on. Like, oh yeah, you can. Like honestly, I got friends that are conservative, and I fucking I, like I'm. I'd say I'm, like, mid-left. Like, I'm not I, – I would never touch into any of the ideas on the right. But, like, I got friends that are conservative and they have some ideas that I'm like, God, that sounds really fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> but but it doesn't stop the fact that we're friends. Exactly. Like, you know, they'll say, you know, you should be like this. And i am be like, no, no. There's, there's,
2: a, there's <laughs> a point,
0: particularly, particularly with men, um, where you – There's a point in your teenage years where psychologically you always picture yourself as that person, whether it's when you're 15, 16, 18, you know, around there. And some men never grow beyond that. Yeah. You know, when they get they get older and they're in their 40s and 50s, you know, 30s, 40s, and they but they still act that way. You know, inside, exterior-wise, I can hear you breathing. So loud. That's hot. (laughs) Your nose. Uh, (laughs) You're like. "Uh." Uh, but like like interior, you know, like externally they they promote this. Um, I'm an adult, I'm mature, yada, yada yada. But inside, there's still that little boy. Yeah, you know, and yep. it's it's really where Some men are like that. Some men are. A lot of men are. A lot of men are. And in, and I think in the, in our necessarily, you know, I'd say nerd culture, but it's like the climate of nerdum. Yeah, it's a lot of, get a lot of guys like that, and those are the same men that'll be like, you know, fucking women. You know, women, you know, God, oh, women, girls. Oh, yeah, God. Why do they got to be all of the heroes now? I'm sorry that we have
1: had, like, you know, 100 years of film where the heroes were always dudes. Yeah. And then the occasional woman hero, that was cool, and then we just kind of didn't talk about it, it after. But now we're in an age where there's, you know... There's there's women directing, writing, and producing all of our favorite yep. things. There's women acting in all of our favorite things. When are you gonna just stop being a fragile dude and just yeah. let them be a, Take your, a fan?
0: Your fragile ego and your, your pathetic. It's just
1: sad s- excuse for masculine. I mean, real sad dude. <laughs> and it's like it's just it, sad. And it's, it is. it applies to everything too when it comes to diversity because these dudes can't get over the fact that they've been hand fed a hundred years worth of cinema. Where it's all white men running everything. Yeah, the hero, and it's know. like you know I'm a white dude, but I am fine if you write an awesome character of any kind. Yeah, I don't care. You can have like the, We don't even see the fucking Mandalorian's face until the final episode. He
0: could have been a gay, he Asian midget. I don't give a it fuck. Wouldn't watching, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it
1: wouldn't matter. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like James Earl Jones is Darth Vader. You know how many white dudes would have been pissed in the 70s if they knew that it was a black guy under that
0: yeah, helmet? You know. People are stupid. They Again, it goes back to what I said before, but like, a lot of people are really dumb. Yes. You know, and a lot, there's a lot of people. Uneducated people. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, and it's just not like I'm, I'm you know, like I'm my high horse here about it. I try not to be, but like, you know, like read read a book about. You know, like learning to be a better person and, like, apply that to your fucking life. It's, you'll be a <laughs> lot happier, you know, than than just sitting there and, re- and ripping some poor actress about some role she did. Yeah, you no, know, that's terrible. Actors are paid to play pretend. That's what they are. And she literally played and pretend. she played pretend. It's, like, what she, it's her job. And they can invest themselves in the role to their heart's content. But at the end of the day... They're paid to pretend as, as, to be somebody that, that's written as,
1: for that. You know what's messed up is like there's only some cases where I'd <laughs> say it's like almost deserved. Where, yeah. at, and like only in Star Wars would I even come up with like a possible, that person might have deserved it. But the guy that created Jar Jar's absolute like personality was the actor for Jar Jar. Yeah. He was the one that like. George was like, we got an idea for a species and, you know, you're going to be this character. He's going to be like a comic, comic relief for the kids and whatever. You're going to laugh at him. It's going to be really fun. Uh, it, he was like, we don't really have an idea for the role yet. You got anything? He was like, oh, yeah, I'll do it this way. George was like, all right, we'll go with what you say. Yeah. And he just creates this n- this numbskull <laughs> of a character. And, it, and it's like a lot of fun. Fans of the original trilogy that kind of just gave up on Star Wars after the prequels—they attribute it to Jar Jar. Even if Jar Jar is only in a grand total of twenty minutes of the prequels, he's the secret Sith Lord. He's the ruiner of Star Wars to <laughs> yeah, these to yeah. these dudes. That yeah. just and it's like you know them dudes. They send they sent that guy a lot of death threats yeah. because they're like, yeah, he ruined Star Wars for me with that bullshit. It's so stupid. But he's only in. Like fifteen minutes of Phantom Menace, and he's only in two minutes of Attack of the Clones, and like one minute of Revenge of the Sith, and you never get have to see him again. And it's like, is it really? You know, it's gonna rattle a lot of feathers. I just heard rumors that he's gonna be in the Kenobi series, yeah, uh, uh, like old man Jar Jar, like cast out jungler, by his people.
0: Yeah, the only the kids talk to the yep. adults. Talk, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, when it comes right down to it, like. You know, and I've had conversations with people at usually at con when everybody's drunk and they get really fierce and you know they get their little <laughs> hackles up and they're all pissy about shit. You know, <clears throat> and I just sit back and I say the same thing over and over. I'm like, it's a fucking movie, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, in your life with all the stuff you're going to experience, all the things you can experience in real life, you know, love, kids, you know, exploring your, your, who you are as a person traveling the world meeting people it's a movie
1: like can you not get over it
0: yeah that's yeah (laughs) get the fuck over it just if you don't like it you don't like it you can have your opinion on it but and you can voice that opinion that's what we're doing right now we're voicing our opinions on it we have a medium we're we're blessed that we have a medium you know that we have you know the wherewithal and the uh, the ability to go and put our shit out in the airwaves you know, but we don't dwell on that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't otherwise every single podcast we'd be over and over the same stupid shit. And these guys do that. They dwell on it and they harp and they harp and they harp. They go on rotten tomatoes and they, they fuck with stuff. You know, just because they didn't like this actress, you know, whatever. And I'm sure there's guys out there that are you know, they follow these actresses every movie and they downvote their movies no matter what movie they're in because they didn't like what they did in Star Wars or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's dumb. And it's unnecessary. You can't let a movie you know you can't let a movie control your life like that in a weird way you know what i mean it's it's a it's a psychological yeah it, it's it's a psychosis in its a, in a yeah. weird way i mean you know? <laughs> it can't run your life like that like
1: to where you know whether or not the movie is exactly what you wanted means you're going to be a happy person today precisely like that's that's terrible it's, it was i mean i've n- i've been disappointed by some things in some movies but never is it like, God, like, I really, like, I I honestly, I really wish Justice League was done the way Zack Snyder wanted it to be. I know. There's, like, every day, it seems, there's a new thing that Zack did that's, like, he has footage of or he has pictures of, proof that he had done so much yeah. more. yeah. And it's like none of it made it because Joss Whedon des- d- decided to cut it the way he wanted to and now we got the Joss Whedon Justice League movie and it's nowhere near as good as what it would have been anyway. And it's it's like that's one of my deepest like upset things about that entire universe, yeah. that whole DC cinematic universe because I, I wanted Justice League to be perfect and from what I've seen it probably could have been the closest thing to perfect had it been what it was supposed to be but it wasn't because it was changed and because the scenes that were left out were crucial like flash saving uh uh what's her name um Iris?
0: Yeah, Iris yeah.
1: Yeah. There was there was a scene where he was going to do that and it was going to be an introduction to him as Like the flash, yeah, and he wasn't going to be suited up. It was going to be him just walking the streets, and he sees Iris about to get killed by a car, and he saves her, and then the car like crashes, and then you know he's he's like holding her all like romantically, and it was going to be a cool scene for the character, yeah. But we got nothing. We got jokes and Joss Whedon stuff, yeah, and like I I I don't know if you read about uh or. Or seen the crisis on Infinite Earths thing that they just did.
0: I've been watching clips of it mainly to see. I like seeing the cameos. Did you like, see the Flash in it? They brought the DCEU oh yeah, yeah, Flash where he, into well, it. I, saw, I did see that recently, where he like. He's, he's like it's, a, it's a, so supple and soft your costume is he's, cool. like, oh, oh. What?
1: he's like what is that cosplay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me because every time I've ever talked about the Flash it's like I don't like the series people that love the series they're like why don't you like the series I was like because it looks like a knockoff Flash costume and it they're does, like, what are
2: yeah. you talking about?
1: I'm like, because it, it looks like it's made of simple cloth.
0: And they brought back John Wesley Shipp in that, in that yep, series too. Yep. And he wore the original Flash costume he wore it it in the awesome. freaking 90s. Yeah, it's like velour. So it looks like brushed velvet. You're like, what the fuck are you wearing? But, yeah, no, I did see that. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I mean. You can be, I mean, in the end of all things, you can be disappointed in this film. And still be and okay. And still be And just be okay. It's not going to ruin your life. You know, you can be disappointed that it didn't go the way you wanted to. If you wanted, you know, like I wanted more forest Ghosts. I, I would have been cool, but, you know. The voices is what we got. And it's fine. I'm fine with it. And that's the thing. You can't let a movie like this get you down. Because if that's all, <laughs> like literally, if it all it takes is a, a movie like this. To get you so bummed where you have to lash out at people and start shitting stalk actresses and be like, you need to go see somebody because there's something seriously wrong with your brain. Um, You can dislike something and like still enjoy the overall product. Mm -hmm. The Star Trek films, for instance, that J.J. did – J.J. – who was it last – it was JJ. PJ, he, yeah, JJ did the
1: first one, then Into Darkness and Beyond. You know, and it's just. And like, I think there's a fourth one planned.
0: And no, and I'm just like, you know, I was I a big fan of them? No, not really. But they're kind of fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it was, it's Star Trek. It's fun. I'm going to watch it. No matter it's what, Trek. it's
1: going to be fun. But it doesn't. It's doesn't mean it's going to
0: be what you wanted. It's you know exactly. You know, a lot of times people hold the. Uh, Original trilogy up as these perfect movies, examples of what it should be. And we've said this before, you know, A New Hope looked like trash. It's pretty boring, too. Yeah, and it's just like you go back and if you watch it from a perspective, you know, from an outsider's perspective and not worship it as like fucking, you know, the Bible – you look at it, you go, okay, well, this is some shitty stuff There is some shitty shit. Oh, that's pretty bad. I mean, I'm not just talking about the special effects. Just see the, the writing. And even some of the acting's a little over the top. Yeah. You know, and you know, and it gets – Empire's a little bit better. And by Jedi, they've got it down pat. It's curated. It's beautiful. It's curated properly. You know, it's, it's yeah, crafted like, properly. Yeah, like
1: it really did grow with time. Like four was like – you know, it was okay. It was a good starting point. Yeah. And you got five where it's like, all right, we're tackling some real heavy topics here. And then you got six where it's like – all right, the characters have grown; like yes. they are all at their best, and the team is assembled.
0: And with this last trilogy, you didn't. I mean, with the original trilogy, you had the same director, the same team through all three, roughly. I mean, you had George at the helm. And a, with but this, you had
1: other people to to help, like you know, to, level to guide up. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: With this one, you had a completely different director for the center for the middle movie. And his yeah. view on, on things and the direction he wanted to go was completely different. He had J.J.'s ideas. And he it, thought, was, it was original, yeah. but it was different. And yeah. he actually
1: uh, purposely changed Force Awakens. Yeah. Ryan told Kathleen Kennedy and J.J., look, if my movie's going to work, you've got to change the last scene of this movie. Luke has to be there, and you've got to do it this way yeah. because I'm going to start the movie this way. And, you know, that's the perfect way. Like he's got to be on a cliff so I can toss that motherfucker over it. Yeah, and it's like, all right, cool, I guess. <laughs> and I and I heard that uh, Colin Trevorrow, the guy that originally was the writer for Rise of Skywalker, um, he asked Ryan to change his ending, and Ryan was like, "Look, dude, like we're going into the trilogy, you st- like or the end of the trilogy." With the first one, you kind of have to change the ending to fit into whatever the next one is if we don't already have a plan. So me being the writer of the second one, it makes sense for me to change that ending. But here we are at the end of five total hours of movie that transcends into this two and a half extra hours that's just supposed to cap off these two hours. We're not changing this. Because by now the story should be set in such a motion where you can just get it. You can just take it from the ending of this. And go with it. And it has such a good ending point to do that. Like, like it ends with Kylo Ren becoming the supreme leader, getting embarrassed by Luke Skywalker, and the Resistance being reborn a- yeah. anew a- a- on the Falcon. All six of them. And it's, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, at that point, they, s- they set it on a path. And then J.J. was like, all right, well, uh, Kylo Ren's going to be a half-assed bad guy. And... Uh, the resistance is gonna have grown a lot, and uh a lot of the the galaxy knows what went down at crate and the original Colin Trevorrow story was uh Kylo's a fucking badass, yeah, yeah Palpatine never came back. Palpatine did die in episode six, like Anakin's sacrifice wasn't for nothing, and uh also the first order after losing at crate tightened its, its restrictions on the entire galaxy, so now there is no cross-planet conversations. You can't call up another planet and be like, hey, this is going on over here, because they don't want people spreading the word that Luke Skywalker just fucking uh-huh. embarrassed them. Yeah. So they cut off all that communication and then they, they strong-arm the whole galaxy, and then it's like, alright, well, how do we get the galaxy behind us now? That was going to be the original struggle. But then J.J. was like, "And eh, it'd be cooler if Palpatine was in it. Be a lot cooler if if he were around.
0: It's because you, and it's that's the thing again. You have got it's not original. Yeah, and you have two different directors in in one story arc. Yes, you can't you can't really do that, and that's that's where you have these hiccups, and that's why people are disturbed about this, disturbed about disturbed about that and because
1: it's, it's so funny because JJ's the one that introduced Snoke.
0: I know it's very strange. It's like I said, I didn't. Overall, I don't dislike this movie at all. I, I liked it. I thought it was I don't a lot dislike of fun. any of them. Yeah, honestly, me neither. They're fun. It's a it's a nice way to cap off the, the Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of hoping they do some like little like, like they do with the Mandalorian, like a side story, side story, fun, fun yep. thing. Yeah, to kind of add some stuff in. Let's find out what the fuck happened with uh, uh, what's his name that for the casino planet that betrayed him.
1: You know, oh DJ, DJ, let's yeah, see what happened to DJ. Let's see, what, let's yeah. do, let's I do, mean, look. he's a neutral character, but let's see. What's yeah, up with them? kind
0: of fun. They have them guest star and stuff. You know, like there's a bunch of different series they can do and just flush it out a little bit. Yeah. I think as the years go by, you know, and more stuff comes out, we're going to look back on these movies and you're going to see, you know, outside of the fanboy prism, once mm-hmm. people step back and look at them for what they are, they're going to appreciate that they're really good films and they're yeah. fun to watch. Yep, You know, and – it's it's what you got to do. It's so what with the same way it was with the prequels for a long time. Well, I thought the prequels sucked. A lot of you know, a, a lot of people
1: forget that when Empire first came out, people left the theater like, "What the fuck did I just watch? Yep. Why, why did they lose? Why did this happen? Why is Han frozen, possibly dead? Why is Luke losing his arm? Why is Vader his dad now?" Like a lot of people were upset with Empire when it first came out. Yeah, then Return of the Jedi came out, and they were like, "Well, okay, Empire was the shit." Yeah, and it was. It's like. <laughs> you know 6 kind of brought back the childhood parts of Star Wars like the ewoks being playful teddy bears that are yeah. also funny and and, and violent <sighs> and yeah uh, violent,
0: like violent teddy bears like little murder bears what the fuck
1: yeah um they're like they just embraced a lot of childhood stuff in 6 and made it fun for the kids again like 5 was so adult for a Star Wars movie and uh it just it just shifted back to the kids' side and then they saw you know, all these adults now see six and they're like, God, it's such a kid movie. That's why I love five so much. It's such an adult movie. <laughs> and it's like, God, you got a boner for like stuff that just relates to you, but that's not fair to say that the other ones suck because it doesn't relate to you.
0: You're not the it's, total. You're audience, not the you're not the you
1: know? you're not even the target uh, of this kind of entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I mean, I, I understand that I am not the, the target audience for when Jar Jar catches that ass blast. <laughs> you know, I am not that guy. But, you know, if somebody out there was
0: like, yeah! If I was seven, I would have laughed my butt off. I, like, you got fired in the face, that's awesome. You know, I, I,
1: loved I, I, it. I was like four, and I did laugh my ass off. <laughs> but now that I'm older, it's like, God, I can understand. This is trash. <laughs> but, but I still love this movie, so it's okay. And... uh <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's one of the things. I think at the end of the day, Last Jedi is going to be seen as the the best movie of this trilogy because yeah. of how original it is.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. The the throne the throne room fight scene is one of the best fight scenes in all of Star Wars. Well, the
0: choreography was amazing.
1: The Haldo the maneuver is one of the coolest things in all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was born out of necessity, and they know not to do it frequently because they're just losing mass cruisers.
0: If they do that. And it was like to actually hit that target was like one in a million shot. Yeah. Like she You know what? She could have just, just
1: missed. She could have yep. just missed. I and just then got gone off like, and she,
0: she lives her <laughs> life on another <laughs> planet. She's like flying away. She's like, oh, fuck that. I, I got away. You know what's
1: the funny well, thing about hyperspace?
2: Yeah.
1: It's it's a target from point to point. Theoretically, does it really matter what direction you're facing when you hit hyperspace? No. Like couldn't you all. like couldn't you be facing this way? But the planet is on the opposite side of you, and like because you're hitting hyperspace, wouldn't your ship just turn around in hyperspace? Yep.
0: <laughs> like, and the thing is, and I will say this about that particular scene: uh, I haven't seen it explained too much, but from what I understand, when you when a ship goes into light speed, goes into hyperspace. It's not like Star Trek where it's they're warping space. Right. They shift into another dimension and they're in that dimension while they're traveling. Right. So she shouldn't have been able to hit that ship. Well, in theory.
1: But it's – the thing is there is the path into that other dimension.
2: Oh.
1: And we see it in the movie. Like we see her beam before she hits it. And it's like – I think that's why it's a one in a million because the timing of it. It's the in-between the dimensions that you got to hit it at. And then and they're like, it's a one in a million. And then at the end of Rise of Skywalker, they'll show this a little celebration amongst all the empire controlled planets. And then they show Endor and the Ewoks are like And then you see in the sky there's a fucking Haldo maneuver just happened. There's a Star Destroyer, exploded, shattered, and all the Star Destroyers underneath it are also shattered. It was a it was a Haldo maneuver. Which means somebody this war ends and somebody took out
0: like well, I never noticed that. Before.
1: Yeah, it's there it's only like on screen for like five seconds, maybe. And I, I I watched it the first time, I was like, Was that a was that what I think it was? Huh. And then on the second time I was like, Yeah, that's a fucking hold-up maneuver. Like somebody just did it again. Even though it's a one in a million shot, they definitely just did two in a million. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> awesome.
1: Um I didn't understand why Jack Who had a Star Destroyer flying over it. It didn't make sense yeah, to me. Who it's the a, fuck would go to it, It's for a anything. junk planet. Like Yeah,
0: nobody's going there for anything.
1: Uh, like, they already got the girl off the planet. The the like BB8's not on the planet. Laura Santeca, the guy that was He's dead. He, he, he got chopped. Like, what else is there? What could the Empire or the First Order, whatever you want to call them, possibly want with that planet? That's like come strange. on.
2: Yeah. But-
1: um, but but it's 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 JJ's interpretation. That's uh, that's all on him, and I'm fine with this movie being the end of it because it just means we get more stories of different stuff now. And like
0: Mandalorian, you got, you got Kenobi, dude, the Dark Saber in yeah, Mandalorian, yes, the Dark Saber. I cannot express
1: how excited I was when I seen the Dark. When saber. I saw
0: when I saw Benson step out of that thing. <laughs> with the dark spirit, Benson. Only the old people get that get that. <laughs> that See, for me that's he, that's Gus Fring. He just like he just gets that it's like that guy is just has no emotion and he's got the, He's very evil and yeah. he doesn't have to do anything. I, I could have done without the chest
1: shit. What, what the, the, he, the apparatus on his I didn't
0: like it. It was too Vader esque. Like, I, I like
1: that it's Vader esque actually. Yeah. I, I I I thought it was cool. Uh um, just
0: had him have like a white white moth uniform or something. I, you know? I,
1: but he um See that's that's the thing. I I was trying to think about all the millions of ways he could got that saber, because the last we see of it in Rebels, Sabine has it and she gives it to. Um, so back in Clone Wars, when Obi Wan was going to Mandalore or uh, or Concord Dawn, I forget which planet it was, but it's one of the Mandalorian homeworlds.
0: Oh, Concord Grape. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he goes
1: there, and you know, Obi Wan has his love interest there, uh, J- Duchess Satine. Um, she's like the, she's running shit in, in 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 the Mandalorian culture, but yeah. she's not like she's not the main leader, but like she's one of them. Yeah. Um, her sister was part of Death Watch, which was this crazy Mandalorian leadership uh, cult. And uh, they were like hardcore, like bounty hunting assassin type people. Like they, they mm-hmm. were like sharpshooters and shit. And uh, they watched Maul take the throne, and they're like, "This is bullshit." And cl- <laughs> and Clone Wars, like yeah. Maul takes the dark saber, and he's like, he's like, "Yeah, now you guys listen to me." And that's the last we see of Maul until Solo. When he shows oh, up wow. and he's running the crime syndicate, so we don't know what happened in between then. And then after Solo, you get to Rebels, and then the the Dark on, uh, f- fuck, what's the the Sith name, uh, Sith planet name, something with an M, Malachor. Mm. Um, it's on Malachor, so assumed that Maul took it there, did something with it, and uh, like left it there for whatever reason. Sabine from Rebels gets it. And then comes back into contact with Satine, Duchess Sateen's sister who was in Death Watch. And she's like, you're a legend amongst our people. You deserve this more than me. People will listen to you. You know, we all know you're a good person. You hated it when Maul took our, our Darksaber. You hated it when this person took over. You hate the Empire. You're perfect for this. Uh, Gives it to her. That's the last we see of Darksaber in canon up until Mandalorian. Huh. And the only logical thing I can think of is um, – Was it on the, the Mandalore world and when well, he killed uh, everybody, he took it? Well, they said uh, Cara Dune, uh, Gia Carano, uh, Gina Carano's – I love her. I love her too. Um, her character says he was supposed to be dead. He was He was tried for war crimes and executed. And executed. Yeah, That's what the story that was told was. My theory is they, he wasn't tried for war crimes by the Republic. My theory is he was tried for war crimes by the Mandalorians oh. and especially because executed. I don't see the Republic executing anybody. That's true. Because they were more about – Especially if Luke you know, and Leia were yeah, – Yeah. If they're helming this rebellion, they're not going to let it turn into some kind of like crazy corrupt shit. Um, But – my whole theory is the Mandalorians were about to kill him. They were about to kill him for what yeah. he had done to the to the worlds. Oh, yeah. And he ultimately turned the tables on them, killed her, took her blade, and that was it. And I'm not sure if there's a rule about it, but you might be able to just challenge the leader of the planet and say, look, if I beat oh. you, I get to – you because know, that's how Maul did it. He kind of rolled up and was just like, I challenge you. And the guy was like, yeah, sure. And then they fought. And, you know, Maul had his little single saber at the time and, you know, dark saber versus single saber. Dark saber is really strong. He fucked Maul up for a minute. But then Maul starts using force powers and it's just like, yeah, it's over, dude. For, you're, getting, his neck with the force you're getting fucked shit. up. And yeah. he like he decapitates him and everybody's like, oh, my
2: God. <laughs> um,
1: but so that's where that came. Right? But my yeah, that's I mean, that's how I think they're going to show it. I think they're going to actually show that moment
0: we got going to do a whole review on that, that Mandalorian. That's a great show. It really is. We'll do that for sure in a couple weeks. we got to get in there and do that. Yes. So basically let's wrap this one up. I think that we both agree that it was a really good movie. It had some really good scenes. Some yes. Weird scenes. Odd yes. Odd, odd, odd choices. But I don't think they were really directly like fuck I yous. don't think they were fuck yous. Yeah. I, think, I, I think do JG not think is, they were fuck yous. I think just just
1: did his own thing. I only think and, there was one fuck you and that's the mask. And it's like – I made a cool mask. You don't get to do that. Yeah,
0: that's probably what it is. But
1: that's—I don't even think that's a fuck you. It's just like a petty. I want my mask back. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think but. that's what it was. But I, you know, and I, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I, you know, I, I liked it. I liked that that you know she went back to live at Luke's house. I thought it was cool. I liked the movie overall. Was fun, mm-hmm. and I've watched it probably eight nine times now. Thank you, Cody. And uh, <laughs> nice. And and like you know, it's. I, I definitely give it like my seal of approval for something that like fits the genre, yeah. fits Star Wars, and it's is a lot of fun to watch. And if you if you haven't seen it yet, why are you listening to this? What the fuck is what your problem? Is wrong with you? Go walk in front of a moving bus and end it all. Just just do it. Um, Nothing
1: will stop the return of the Sith. <laughs>
0: you love that. Sound. <laughs> It's
1: my favorite uh, scene. That's all right. Yeah, that and Ray grabbing the thing out of the sky. Those are my favorite that's scenes. Pretty cool.
0: I'm not gonna lie, but, that
1: lightning. But yeah, good movie. A lot of great things. A couple things that I'm like, Ey. but overall, this movie definitely gets the seal of approval. I'd I'd say on the on the Star Wars scale where like episodes three and six are the best, <laughs> 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 then I'd say uh, nine probably gets the the number four spot. That's pretty damn sweet.
0: Maybe. Well, next time we meet, we're going to talk about some movie trailers. We're going to talk about the uh, two or three year old New Mutants movie that's finally coming out. Finally, um, Holy Wonder shit. Woman, and we're going to talk about Morbius, yes, Living Vampire, yes. So you can follow us on Instagram at at Real D fan, <laughs> Real D Fan Podcast, uh, Twitter at. Just D-Fan Podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're on Facebook too, but who uses that? My mom uses Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I I get in trouble for not checking out. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.